Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Turn Left at the Cactus, the podcast that explores the many voices and things which make up our community here in San Felipe, Baja, Mexico. My name is Cal Wedby, and in this episode, we're going to start the new season with a fork in the road. Now, for the uninitiated, a fork in the road is when we veer off the path of our usual format and do a deep dive into one or two topics which our listeners or our guests want to know more about. Originally, we had planned something totally different for the Season 2 opener. Recently, however, a couple of our listeners made us aware of some happenings in October which they felt weren't being talked about enough. We listened to what they had to offer, and we agreed. So here in this Season 2, Fork in the Road, to tell us more about two October happenings deserving of more of our attention are two people who are well qualified to guide the expedition, Al Haig and Nicole Koffer. So have a listen and enjoy. about the concert that's coming up next month? I have heard word of it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, so I don't know either, but we have two people here who know a ton about what's happening in October. Oh, that's terrific. So we can just sit back and relax. (laughs) Exactly, and let them talk about it. So we have Al Haig and Nicole Coffer, and they're with the... The Jose Tovar Christmas concert in October. There you go. That we are here, and we can tell you a little bit about it. Okay. In fact, Al is so connected that I'm going to let him tell us about it. Yeah, Al, why don't you tell us about this person that's going to be there? You know, I've seen the buck past before, but this was impressive. (laughs) This is really impressive. Uh, That's okay. It was well done. First and foremost, the concert is to benefit the, uh, the Youth Academy for Young Soloists which is a school that the uh, professor, Maestro Jose Tovar, has been running for a couple of three years now. And he's been supporting the entire thing out of his own pocket. Uh, the kids don't pay any, any tuition or any expenses for lessons, and they need to do the parents. So it's supported by him and by monies that we collect. We ran a, f- a fundraiser last year, which was very successful. Nicole was in- incredibly talented at putting together the uh, silent auction. And we raised a lot of money for uh, for that purpose. We're doing it again this year, but a little bit different and a larger scale. This year, we're holding the concert on October 25th, as, as Nicole said. At 5 o'clock, the gates open. At 6 o'clock, the concert starts. Hopefully, this is Mexican time, so it could be a little bit one way or the other. Um, but uh, we're doing it at the, if I get this right, the Salon E. Jardin Corral, which is a very large organizational building uh, just near the uh, the naval base uh, downtown. Can you describe? Well, if you go to the naval of? base and go a couple streets past it, it's on the right-hand side. It's a gigantic walled uh, building where they have uh, hundreds of weddings and quinceaneras, and uh, we're going to do it in the outdoors, in the outdoor um, patio area. Uh, it'll seat over three hundred people. Wow! If we're if we're coming from the north part of San Felipe, you go down the Chetumal, you turn at the uh, where you go to get your propane. Right, Eucalyptus Street. Yeah. 
Okay, and then you keep going. You run into your dead end at the naval. Well, it's not quite a dead end. There's a there's the ATM there. Right. Go okay. past that. Okay, so you have to hang a hang a right and, and go past. Go past it. And it's on then, the other side of okay. the. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. And it's yeah. hard to miss. It'll be well lit up. Okay. Um, of course. It what about parking? There's a big parking lot. Okay. They have security. Mm-hmm. Well lit parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so perfectly safe. Uh, no issues whatsoever. And uh, we're going to do it outdoors. So it'll be music under the stars. Cool. Uh, Jose is going to be playing his Christmas CD, mm-hmm. which is being introduced that night. Mm-hmm be available for sale. We also have two other musicians involved. Uh, everybody knows Augustine Andrade. He plays all, all over the place here locally. He's an incredible vocalist, keyboard man, and guitar player. And then we have a lady by the name of uh, Jamie Jo Aguirre from Portland, Oregon, who's a vocalist. And she's quasi-sister, if you will, adopted sister to Jose. She's got a great big voice. She's sort of a chant, uh, combination of uh, Etta James and uh, Linda Ronstadt, wow. if you were. It's a good description. Uh, so it's, she's got incredible talent. Um, she's going to be performing two Christmas songs that I know of, uh, White Christmas and Silent Night, and then probably a couple of other numbers as well, because there's only 13 songs on his CD, so he's going to be playing a lot of other music too. So you're going to have everything from Broadway to um, uh, classical. Uh, he's going to have one of his students there. He and she are going to play a, a duet, uh, a, a violin concerto duet, wow. which will be exciting. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Augustine will have several solos himself, and, and then he and uh, there's something magical that happens when Jose and Augustine get together. Uh, it's like they've got a brain melt because he can play anything with Augustine, and Augustine just does what he wants, and Jose jumps in, and they know when to, to let each other play. It's just incredible. They've been playing together for the last f- uh, couple of months at Wednesday nights at Alfredo's, and when the two of them get together, it's absolutely magical that the sound that they come up with, and they they don't practice, they don't work together, they don't play together on a regular basis, but when they get together, it happens. Mm-hmm. And it just fascinated me, so that's why I wanted to have him in the concert. And so this concert is designed to raise funds for the school for the year. We've got new students, uh, six new students coming in this month, uh, and some new students for marimba, and a couple for piano, and the rest are violin. How did you get involved in this in the first place? <laughs> I'm not really sure, other than the fact that when I first came to San Felipe, I heard... Uh, went to a restaurant and uh, heard Jose play, and I've been in music most of my career, one way or another. And In what way? Uh, well, I was <laughs> I was a trumpet player, and I started out playing trumpet in the Marine Corps, in the trumpet and Marine Corps band. I'll be darned. And that didn't last very long, because I got sent to Vietnam, and you don't take a trumpet to Vietnam, so <laughs> things changed. But bottom line is, I played trumpet in college, uh, studied music in college, wanted to get a degree in music, but suddenly learned that I couldn't make a living playing the kind of music I wanted to play. So I had to change gears. But I've always loved great music and been involved in it. I play keyboard, I play piano, I play drums, I play French horn, baritone, trombone. So I've been mostly a brass guy. Uh, violin mystified me. I, when I was forced to take a class in college on violin, I lasted about three hours. And I just said, this is not for me. I can't figure these strings out. So I was not a string guy. But the things that I heard Jose do that first night on a violin, I didn't know were possible. Uh, I've heard him play two strings at the same time and play harmony. Uh, who the heck can do that? And it's interesting that you say that because, you know, we all play trivia. And I think you probably remember one of the last questions. What's the most difficult instrument to play? Mm-hmm. The violin. The violin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I don't doubt that a bit. Right. And, and I don't even the... remember the question. I, I, I think I was <laughs> absent that week. <laughs> or not. Well, and I think it's important to go back to mention, too, that 
if anybody has seen any, the person that plays mm-hmm. violin here in town, mm-hmm. we're talking about the same person. Mm-hmm. So the same guy that you've seen play yeah. The Who and Led Zeppelin, it's the same amazing guy. That's a good so, point to make. And yeah. I, right. It, the, and if you haven't, if you've been shying away from seeing him. Because you thought that uh, maybe it's going to be yeah, boring. Violin, yeah. elevator music. Nope. Well, they never heard nope. him play The Devil Comes Back to Georgia. That's right. <laughs> As rock and or Hotel roll California. The guy slays it. Absolutely. Yep. He does yeah. amazing. It's just, he's amazing. And it's, an, a, it's a great show for all ages. All ages. You know, if you've got family here in town, I get it, Christmas in October. But that's when Christmas specials are filmed. Hey. And holy cats, can this guy play the violin. <laughs> and really, for some young people to see this, this is going to wake up some young minds mm-hmm. of, like we thought the violin right. being boring. It isn't. Yeah. Right. It's you don't have to play in a symphony. Correct. Right? Correct. Absolutely. Well, Nicole, so how did you get involved in all this? Well, Al is a good friend of mine, and we helped last year, and I believe in the cause of helping kids with Jose, and Mm -hmm. so we helped with the fundraiser last year, like Al was saying, and here we are selling tickets and uh, helping again, and we'll be there as well. And the date again? October 25. 25. One, right. of the, okay. one of the things to remember about this academy, and this goes back to my childhood, what this academy teaches is more than just music. It teaches the value of persistence, perseverance, intentional practice, uh, respect for yourself, respect for your elders, respect for your teachers. These are all life skills. And these, this is all happening right here in San Felipe. Right here in San Felipe. And these are all, all skills that these kids learn through music. And how do they get selected for this program they apply um we've got teach we've got kids coming in this year that have never touched an instrument in their life really yep wow. um, and, we, and what gave him the idea to to get involved in all this, of this? is a, i've got to go back a little bit in history okay. when he was first approached by the city to come to san felipe he was living in venezuela and he was offered an opportunity to come to mexico to teach youth orchestra and he fulfilled his contract and decided to go off on his own because he wanted to teach the way he'd been taught at the, at the Simon Bolivar University. So that was his, his emphasis. Um, and he has a very strict schedule that he works with, a very strict curriculum that he creates, and he has teachers in Miami and in California who follow his curriculum for students that are part of his school that don't live here. He even has a couple of students in Ensenada that he that work with a private teacher, but through his curriculum. So that's where it all came about. And he had an opportunity to go to Portugal at the same time, he was offered the opportunity to come to Mexico. And the opportunity in Portugal was a concertmaster, first chair violinist in the Philharmonic. Well, there's two things that changed his mind. One, he doesn't speak Portuguese. So that's a challenge because Portuguese is a very difficult language to learn. And secondly, he really wanted to come to Mexico because it involved teaching children. And that's his first love. Uh, he loves to perform. He loves to, to show people what the music is all about. But he's not looking for fame or fortune. He's, he's looking for the ability to teach more and more children. So if he is able to play in the U.S. after we get him a visa, those dollars will go towards building an academy, physical building, creating more curriculums, more instruments, more teachers. Uh, and that's his, that's his real goal mm-hmm. in life. So there isn't an actual structure yet. Right now it's in his home. How many um, uh, kids are involved in this program? I think he has a total of 21 here in San Francisco. Wow, Louis that's Park. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And how does he get instruments? 
volunteers like myself mm -hmm. and others have bought them. We bought, I bought three or four from Amazon, through Amazon mm -hmm. uh, violins. Uh, they're not real expensive for the for beginning children, uh, beginning students. <clears throat> As you get older and you have to have higher quality and more fancier instruments, then mm -hmm. it gets a little expensive. He some is, of his fans, some of his fans. Some and of his fans yes. have donated money to mm -hmm. uh, to buy them. Mm -hmm. uh, they've sent me the money, and I, I do the purchasing because I know what to look for. He's got plenty of violins right now. He just got a marimba, but he's going to have piano mm -hmm. lessons. He's got a piano teacher already available. He's got a guitar teacher. His name is Juan Borgens. He plays quattro, which mm -hmm. is an incredible, uh, difficult instrument. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be performing at least one number at the concert with Jose. They're going to play a Venezuelan Christmas tune. Wow. It requires that your violin nice. and guitar. Mm. So that'll be interesting. Um, mm. So there's a lot going on. It very well kept secret, sadly. What can we do to, to get the word out to everybody? Doing exactly what we're doing. Um, I agree. And uh, just, I put up posters. Uh, believe it or not, in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion, and mm -hmm. probably shouldn't really offer it, but I think that people hesitate to go to concerts because they can go here and play for free. And so they don't want to pay for tickets. But what they're going to hear at the concert is entirely, not completely, but a lot of it will be entirely different than they would hear in Alfredo's or at the Pavilion or at the Chateau. Um, and there's there's children involved. There's some children involved. A lot of the students will be there to mm -hmm. listen and watch. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got two other musicians that are both uh, working musicians. Uh, so it's going to be a, a pretty a full <laughs> night. It's a two-hour concert at least. And we'll have a 20-minute intermission where we're hoping to have an ugly Christmas sweater contest. No. <laughs> We get people to wear ugly sweater at Christmas. Uh, one guy, one girl will be awarded uh, a free CD and mm -hmm. probably a coffee mug. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, mm -hmm. uh, I think nice. to get the word out, like uh, Al is yeah. saying, is to talk about it. Right. Is to right. really spread the word of what violence sounds like mm -hmm. today. It's not boring. It's not elevator music. Right. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And so tell us again, where can you buy tickets? I how? have them right okay. here in I my have pocket. Them. <laughs> she has them. Um, you can get them at the Chateau. More than likely the... Uh, Cafecito Cafe. Lindo. Yes. Yes. De Lindo. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, he helped us last year in Solom. I've got to stop by and see him. Does the Sunrunner um, have them? Uh, Sunrunner, I have a brochure on the window, but I haven't had a chance oh, okay. to catch anybody okay. there. Okay. Uh, they did sell some last year as well. Uh, but you can also, for the first time, you can go online at tovarviolinist.com and you can buy them with credit card right on the line. Wow. Okay. What is that address again? Tovar, T-O-V-A-R, violinist, V-A-I-O-L-O-N-I-S-T dot com. God, you're better than that I am. Was a lot <laughs> yeah, of, that, there's going to be a test. <laughs> and also, Al is doing posts on social media on Facebook yep. under your own name, Al Haig, and under Jose Tovar. Right. about the concert and tickets mm -hmm. available. Tickets are $45, 45. for general, okay. $55 for reserved seating, which is right in front and fancy. Mm -hmm. And that's almost sold out, if I'm not it mistaken. Is. So yeah. I've got to get a, a, few get a full number that. on that, but it's pretty close to sold out. Uh, we well, do have a cash bar. Okay, I was going to say, are there refreshments? Mario Steakhouse is going to be putting on the cash bar. Oh, nice. Who? Mario's. Mario's. Oh, fantastic. And we're going to have hors d'oeuvres that uh, Nicole and my wife are going to figure out what we're going to have, but we're going to have some snacks prior to the concert. Uh, there's no tables involved because mm -hmm. two very good reasons. One, we're filming this for rebroadcast oh, on skybox.net. Yeah. I was going to have you talk about that a little bit. So if we have tables and dishes and all of that, we're going to have editing problems just like you Clunkety, can clankety, clankety, <laughs> clankety. Right, exactly. So, uh, exactly. We'll have a 20-minute intermission uh, probably halfway through the program. People can get up and go get a cocktail mm -hmm. or uh, some more snacks. Um, but uh, that's all we're going to do. Great. With mm -hmm. 
not going to do cool. the tables. It's pure concert. Yeah, and it's, yeah, so it, it, it's from what, 6 to 8 or 5 to 7? The concert kicks off at 6. Hopefully. At 6, okay. okay. So it's going to be in hors d'oeuvres 5 to 6. Okay. okay. So a little drinking, a little fun, a little munching. Uh-huh. So and it's going to be under the stars? It is, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. What phase of the moon are we going to be in? Oh, now you're tricking me on this. <laughs> oh, I, I know. No it's going to be three-quarter moon. Is it? It's going to be no, waxing. You're just making that up. Yeah. Waxing? You're just making waxing. it up. Yeah. When an adult, make it up. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm also going to be asking Mr. Tovar to come and play at the new Senior Care Center. There you yes. go. Nice segue, Nicole. You're smooth. We were trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> didn't need us. Yeah, she didn't. No, she didn't need and us. And so okay. you Mr. go, baby. Jose and the students, I'd love them to come in and play for the seniors. You know, maybe once a month mm-hmm. for an hour mm-hmm. and really, I really create some excitement that, you know, this is a, this is new in San Felipe. Mm-hmm. There's not one of its kind. Okay. I think so there's going to be plenty. Tell more. us a little bit more. I think most of our listeners are probably confused. Sure. So well, what's, I've what's been happening for the last six months uh-huh. to out of necessity, my mom needed care. She needed full-time 24 hour care. Mm. I could have chosen to move her back to the United States and put her in a facility. Mm-hmm. Then I would have to be there too. And I thought, you know what? Build it and they will come. So I have a friend here who had a dream of owning a senior care center. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We put it together. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's across the street from the bodega market. It's two big homes inside of a one contained area across the street from the church. And uh we have 10 full-time residents. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. And how long has this been in existence? It's We've been working on it for well over a year. It's been across the street from the bodega for about four months. And across the street from the bodega. I'm trying to the, imagine. So Calimax bodega directly across the Chetamal. Yeah. And so you'll see a fence and a house kind of in behind there across the street from the church. Mm-hmm. That's the house. In fact, there's two houses in the facility. Uh, who's eligible for this? You know, it's somebody that needs care. It's somebody that... Um, so they're bed-bound or... Nope, absolutely not. Completely but They have to be ambulatory. Okay. Nope. Nope. No? They can be okay. bed-bound okay. or they could be ambulatory. Mm-hmm. It's the person that, for example, a husband and wife, and the wife can no longer care for the husband that maybe needs to wear some protective garments Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. needs some bathing or needs more help than just making dinner, but needs help actually with the feeding. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the choice there is here you have a senior couple and the choice is to move one back to the United States Mm -hmm. to go back to care and then leave one here or both of them move back. Financially, I will tell you that in the United States of America, care starts at $7,000 a month. At least. For the care Mm -hmm. my mother needs, which means medication, showering, feeding, it's $15,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Here we charge $2,500 a month. 24-hour care, $2,500. It's the best care. Well, that gets back, back to culture. Exactly. You know, what I've noticed in the United States, in my experience, because I've dealt with two parents that have needed uh, special care, is that they don't care. They just, I mean, I hate to say that about my compatriots, but... In the United States of America, you get good care as long as your money lasts. As long as you can pay for it. You got 150 Gs, you're going to last about a year. I remember there was somebody who had a heart attack, 
had to go up to Mexicali because it was an emergency. Um, Dr. Abasolo happened to be his doctor, and Dr. Abasolo went with him, took care of him while he was sure. sent his nurse up there to sure. take him. When he came back, then Abasolo's nurse was there every day. And so this person said um, to Abasolo afterwards, you know, and he got his bill from the hospital, and, and he looked at that bill and he said, Are you kidding me? He said to Abasolo, What is this? And he said, Well, you know, in the United States, you have health insurance. Here in Mexico, we have health care. Perfect. And I thought... So well said. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, so it just goes right along with what you're talking about. There's a very specific woman that works there, that lives there, and she calls every resident there her kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we're talking about my mom, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you know, my little Astelaide. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. like my mom's her baby. Mm-hmm. And the care is amazing. You know, I think we've talked about that because there's obviously, this is a retirement community mostly. Young kids are moving in, but it's mostly older people. And and we, honestly, I have no desire to go back up north and live. I'm, I want to live in Mexico until I go. And we were talking that what a, gr- what a great industry, for lack of a better word, for, uh, for Mexicans here in San Felipe, to open some of those. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, because we'll, I'd be happy. I would love that. I see if a I could second stay one here. possibly mm-hmm. opening quite soon. You'll all see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not, the one over in the Hito? Uh, on the highway? No. Well, there's a couple. There's a couple. Okay. okay. There's a couple that could be mm-hmm. opening. Yeah. Right. And so that's why I say this is the first of many. It's mm-hmm. born out of necessity. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful idea. Yeah. Wonderful concept. And people have been talking about it for years, yeah. but nobody yeah, yeah. has... Right. stepped up to actually so i commend you for well, thank you for doing much. that so yeah. Yeah. you open the door yeah and now yeah, yeah it's exactly. wonderful that's great because i don't want to leave yeah well, and, and we've think, seen too yeah. many of our friends have to go back that's right i mean the concept in the united states is you know for some of the places is that you have uh independent living you have assisted living mm-hmm. and then you have nursing care correct and so in and it's all within a campus correct and and as you progress through those stages, if you have to, I mean, granted, I think probably 10% of the American population actually winds up doing this. But but for those who do, what happens is that then your friends who are in independent living can come and visit you if you have graduated into assisted living exactly. and so on and so forth. And so... I mean, I think it's it's just brilliant that you're doing yeah, this. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's really, it feels really good, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've always been into helping people, kids and otherwise, and now I'm just helping kids that are a little bit older, like 85. So are they are, are they all gringos, or are they mixed? So at the, it's a good question. At the moment, they are uh, gringos, European, but what we're doing also is reserving a room, and it's going to be a double room, mm-hmm. and that's going to be for a local only um and so sometimes it's tricky to mix spanish speaking with english speaking Mm -hmm. so this room will be reserved just for that but it will also be reserved for a person who can't pay and you know the right thing i don't want to turn anybody away and Mm -hmm. because you can't pay isn't the right answer right so i want that to at least that we have room for 15 people Mm -hmm. at this facility Mm -hmm. and i want at least two of them to be there 
because we want them to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, even with the, like I said, the $2,500 a month, I mean, some of that's even on a sliding scale mm-hmm. with, I don't even like to use the word gringos, but those of us that are guests here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I like that. Um, you know, if it can't be satisfied by uh, maybe their social security and some payment by the family, well, then we slide that scale too and accept less. Because, like I said, we don't want to say no to anybody. Well, good on you. Well, this is, I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, we've had, we have two things here. That are positive. That are really, really positive that help out. Yeah. Helping out kids, helping out the elderly. Exactly. Exact Amanda. Yeah, we feel very privileged. We've to all been there, and one day we'll all <laughs> yeah, be here. Right. Well, and I and I want to, you know, just do a shout out to both of you. I mean, there, yeah. it, it's like I, I am. I'm not a big volunteerer, and you guys make me feel really guilty. To somebody. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, you I'm joking. Sell some tickets? <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> but I mean, for you guys to step up and do what you're doing it is, uh, you know, just thank you. Thank you, because it's a, it makes a big difference. And yeah, thank absolutely. you Huge for difference. doing this, and you well, are volunteering. Look at what you're doing. Well, I guess we are. I guess we are. Oh, <laughs> oh, <wait a> minute. <laughs> Can I ask you one last question sure. here? Um, so if anybody wanted to come and peruse absolutely can they just get a hold of you how how do we they go can about get a this? hold of me do you have a website yeah i don't but we're working on it right now yeah but anytime you'd like to um c-o-u-g-h-e-r i'm not on facebook all the time but i'm there and mm-hmm. you can send she me a is, message and she does respond or yes. you can ring the bell at the care center it's Mama Martha's, actually. Um, my partner in crime with this is Marisol. She owns Mama Martha's, the restaurant. The restaurant. Oh, okay. Oh, good for her. Yeah. So okay. this is her. So you could, we could go by and have a look-see. Correct. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to do I'd that. I'd love actually. to do that. So, so there's a, a doorbell at the care center. Not at the restaurant. At the care center, okay. there's a doorbell. Not at okay. the restaurant. Ding dong. Got a room out back dong. for an old veteran. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you better reserve Are you good now. on the barbecue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, oh, and you can take your dogs, which is crazy and amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that is crazy. that's a and big crazy. deal. And oh, really I do want to bring in Jose Tovar, like I was saying, once mm-hmm, a month. Right. I also want to bring in the dog rescue puppies. I bring oh. them in like once a week oh, to play and do, with the and do like puppy yeah, therapy. therapy dogs. Yeah. Okay. And also, there. to be very clear, I don't make a cent. All right? I don't make a penny. No, I'm she doing doesn't. this for the right and the reason and the help and the care, but I don't make a penny. No, so, we know that. There you have it. Yeah. Well, we've been really privileged to have two different, mm-hmm. very special events coming up here. Tell us the dates again. Al. October twenty fifth. Uh, okay. What downtown. Time? Okay. And it's uh, starts Ta- at gates open at five. And, okay. And the concert starts at six. Tickets cost. Tickets are forty five dollars general seating, fifty five dollars reserved seating. From from Nicole, myself, tobarviolinist.com. There, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is easy because you just look at the top of the page. It says buy tickets. You click on that. And you go put your credit card information okay, in. Say that, okay. Say that website again. Tovarviolinist.com. Okay. okay. Perfect. Okay. Or the Chateau. Or the Chateau. Or the Chateau. Or, the Chateau. Okay. or Mario's has tickets. Mario's does too. Okay. Steakhouse yeah. has tickets. Cool. That would make sense since he's going to man the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we also have the, the Mama brand new Care Center in town. Come Mama on by. Martha. <laughs> Mama Martha. Is that what you're going to call it? Well, that's what the name is right now. Yes. Okay. We're going to call All it right. that. Okay. Named after Marisol's mom. Okay. So if there's any changes, you'll let us know. Absolutely. Okay. I will. Cool. All I right. will. You guys will okay. be the first to know. And, and so tell us where it is again. 
again? Sure. Across the street from Bodega Market. Okay. It goes Calimax and then Bodega. Mm-hmm. Chetamal's the street in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's literally across that street. Okay. Uh-huh. And they can get in touch with you in order to arrange a visit. A visit. They can go by this care center. Mm-hmm. There's a gate with a doorbell. Ding dong. And you can ring it. Or Coffer, C-O-U-G-H-E-R. I'm on Facebook. Facebook. Shoot me a message. (coughs) Yeah. Okay. Like the word cough. cough. (laughs) (laughs) E-R. Thanks, Wiggs. That was good timing. That's my sound check woman in the back. Well, thanks very much, Nicole. Thank you, Al. Our pleasure. Thank you. Patricia. Well, you're welcome, Cal. And thank you, Dave. Thanks, thank Dave, for you, sitting Linda, here. For sitting and just keeping. And Wiggs, yeah. thanks for being the bartender. Right. We're very happy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Drinks exactly. are good. Yep. Yep. And um, and that should do it for today. I think thank that'll you do it. Much. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for joining us in the first of our 2023-2024 season episodes of Turn Left at the Cactus. We hope you've learned something and that you are inspired to go and get your tickets for the Jose Tovar concert. And uh, we also hope that you will go and visit and support the Elder Care Project that Nicole has kicked off. Before signing off on this fork in the road, I'd also like to throw out a couple of other October announcements. Cow Patty, many of you will be pleased to hear, is not dead. It reopened October 1st and will be open at 10 a.m. Wednesday through Sunday for anyone heading south on Highway 5. It's an amazing landmark for our area. Uh, It's something which um, is not to be missed. I think many of you out there will agree. Also remember that the ADR swap meet resumes operation beginning October 7th and that the Roadrunner should be open about the same time. Finally, I'd like to put a plug in for Turn Left at the Cactus's Cactus Photo Contest this month. We're looking for a cactus that can be our poster cactus. If you happen to see a cactus in this area that you think is perfect for the job, just snap a photo and submit it to cactusleft at gmail.com and become eligible to win brilliant prizes. If you want to learn more, just go to our Facebook page. Entries close October 31st. Uh, Let's not forget that October 13th and 14th is the San Felipe Blues and Arts Festival and that on the 14th, Pete's Camp will be sponsoring its annual poker run. Well, that's it for now. Don't forget to turn left at the cactus for no bad days. (laughs) ¶¶